Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live, it is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. G'day guys, it's Daniel Goddard from Young and the Restless, and this is my Australian accent. It's uh, Buzzworthy Radio, and it is a fantastic place to be. Uh, welcome back. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to be back this soon with a rescheduling up- update, but I guess we are. <laughs> um, we haven't changed since a half hour ago. We are still buzzworthy. We are still Matthew Preston and Nobel J. Lee. This is still Wednesday, July 22nd, 2009. The only thing that's changed is the time. It is now 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. 7.30 p.m. Pacific Coast Time on blogtalkradio.com. Heather Tom is is going to be joining us very very shortly. We we finally got in touch with her. Her phone broke, which is why she wasn't able to call in at the suggested time. So it looks like we are now going to be able to have her call in now. So if you want to get on the conversation with Heather in just a few minutes, the phone number is again six four six five nine five four two two eight. The chat room is up and running, and also we have email at nadley at buzzworthyradio.net. Welcome back, Mr. Matthew Preston. <laughs> How you guys what doing is, up there? What is up with that, man? <laughs> well, I'm I'm actually at the gym right now because, you know, I, I it's so funny that I get, like, impromptu calls to do shows, so it's like, hey, why not, you know? It's fun. It, it, it was, it was. It was like, it was off the cuff. So if I'm if I'm out of breath, if I'm out of breath, you know, it's it, that's why. But, you know, we totally had done it before, one of which was when we had Arlen Escalade on, so... I'm used to it. I can do it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So, she's going to be calling. We'll see. I, I just don't want her to think you're out of breath because you're, like, fawning all over the act. Or <laughs> no, you know, she's awesome. That she's, like we said before, she's definitely one of our idols. So, can't wait to talk to her. Yeah, man. She's going to be calling us in, like, five minutes. I can't believe her. Well, I can believe her phone broke. I, I, know, I know the drill with cell phones. But, uh, She's with us right now, so uh, let's bring her on, shall we? Hello, Heather. How are you? Hi. How are you? <laughs> Doing good. Um, Welcome to the show. Uh, nice to see you. Nice to talk to you. <laughs> nice to talk to you. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you're recovering from the phone broke issue. <laughs> well, I got this new phone. I had a BlackBerry for the longest time, and I finally just moved over to something else. And I won't say it because... It's been nothing but a nightmare since I got it. But um, basically, yeah, it's one of those touchscreen things. And honestly, I'm not mechanically minded, and I I really just want a normal, ordinary phone. And my touchscreen broke, and it only works when it's plugged in. And so I'm basically I'm tethered to the wall as we speak. Oh my goodness! <laughs> You're like you you basically you and my co-host right now sit because he is technologically not inclined. It's I mean, true. <laughs> if he could he everything I yeah, everything I touch breaks. It just it's yeah, it's a nightmare. But I'm sorry and I'm glad this actually worked out and I'm glad I'm on the air with you. <laughs> yeah, it worked out. it was it was just like off the cuff when I, I and it was just it was great. I was like, Okay, we can still make it work, we can still make it work. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, when we were talking, uh, 
an hour ago when we were expecting you, we were both saying that we grew we grew up with you as Victoria Newman, which is what you're best known as. And gosh, this is going back to when we were like what five, six years old. And <laughs> and <laughs> oh my gosh, ouch! That makes me feel very old, but okay. <laughs> no, no way, no way, no way, no way. We just love your work. We loved your work on the show, and it, it seemed like you were just you were having a blast over there on YNR. What was being on that show was like for you? Obviously, yeah, no, I I loved working on YNR, and it's really nice because um, I'm on B&B now, and we're right across the hall from each other. So I kind of feel like I never left. I feel like I'm just uh, right back at home. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so there are so many stars, you know, from Lionheart is actually on Bold and Beautiful now, some of which, like Jennifer Garris plays your sister. Uh-huh. I mean, what's, what, what's it like to work with them on a different show? You know, it, I honestly, we have a really great cast, and it's really fun to, um, uh, we have, we have a, a really good time together. Basically, we all hang out. Um, which is unusual, I think, for casts. A lot of times you're at work and then you kind of all go your uh, separate ways. And we actually have dinner, you know, a couple times a year with cast only gets together, gets, gets together for dinner and only the cast is invited. And um, it's a lot of fun. And, and I think, you know, Jennifer and, and Catherine Kelly Lang, we all have a really good rapport and um, I love working with them. And we have another uh, Weinar alum, uh, Don Diamant, who just joined the show, which is uh, fun because I was almost paired with him on YNR when I before wow. I left, and now we're being paired together on B&B. So I, I kind of it's like the Twilight Zone. I feel like I just never <laughs> sucked into the vortex. I just never left. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I, I did notice that. I did notice that. It was like I, I kind of thought that Victoria and Brad would be an it couple. Yeah. And, and for you to play Katie and him to play Bill Spencer on Bone Beautiful and having that kind of chemistry shine on the sister show of YNR, that that has to be that's that's an amazing thing. Yeah, and it's fun. I mean, I think that it's you know, he's playing a really different character than what he played when he was on Y and R and I'm playing definitely a, a very different character than, than what I played on Y and R and I and but at the same time I think we we work really well together and we're having a good time, so it's all good. <laughs> How would you describe Katie Logan? What what would you be what would be your best description? You know, it's interesting because I feel um even though I've been on the show for, you know, almost two years, I feel like we're just starting to hear Katie's voice. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I think that, you know, she it's taken a while to, to develop her as a character, to develop a real point of view for her. Um, you know, she had such, you know, crazy turmoil all last year with the heart transplant and her brother killing himself and which is just like it was so extreme that I think you know it was almost like you couldn't find out who she really was because there were so many other things going on you know to her and around her and 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 everything else and I think now um you know she's she's being paired with somebody who really expects her to kind of stand up on her own two feet and and be her own person and and consequently we're seeing who she is as a person and and what she thinks and and you know you know she's you know she does bad things sometimes I think she leads with her heart I think she's you know impulsive but um you know at at the heart of it I think she's just you know she wants to be a strong independent woman and she's trying to figure out how to do that well maybe some of the fans don't the newer fans at least 
but Katie's actually a recast. Did you actually do some research and, I don't know, see the other actresses? So, like, did you do any recasts on the role? Yeah, you know, it's funny because I, you know, it, the person who played this role before would have been a lot older than me now. <laughs> um, <laughs> they've kind of, like, trapped these characters in time and, and not aged them at all. <laughs> but it, it is funny because when I first started on Young and the Restless, um, in like, oh gosh, 90, 91, um, I was just turned 15 and, and I wanted to wear makeup so bad. And, and Bill Bell, who was the creator and, and head writer, you know, uh, he was basically God, <laughs> was like, no, 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 we can't wear makeup. I wanted to be very clean, very natural and really virginal and like, you know, you know, very clean. And I was begging, begging, begging my makeup artist for makeup for like, I can I just have some mascara, can I just have some eyeliner? And he's like, don't complain. There's a girl across the hall who has to have fake zits put on her face every day. And <laughs> now that's me. <laughs> I'm the girl with the fake zits. Oh, so, uh, true. <laughs> yeah, so that was, I mean, that was kind of her story, which is something I'm really trying to get away from. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but, yeah, so I, 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 I do know her backstory. Um, I, okay. I don't really... Um, you know, I, I feel like when I came on, they were kind of redeveloping the character and re, um, you know, rethinking the character and, and, you know, who she is and who she was, is, it's so different. But I think her history is, you know, the history is there, so you have to use the history. But at the same time, you know, it's a, it's a really a different, um, it's a different thing with me. And I think the same is true for Jennifer Garris with Donna. I mean, it's a different character with Jennifer oh, yeah. playing it and, so I think that when they brought us on, they were kind of really, you know, trying to retool and rethink the characters and pay attention to the history, but not necessarily to, uh, you know, the age range and all that other stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Well, one of the things I also wanted to know from you is that um, Eileen Davidson was on your show as Ashley Adams. She took her Y&R character um, over to B&B, mm-hmm. and it was very... <laughs> This is me. Uh, very weird seeing her interact with you and yeah. me and not Victoria. <laughs> I know. What did, what did you I think, think of that when they did that story? Yeah, you know, and honestly, it was it was kind of weird for me to interact with her because we had such a huge story on YNR, and she was still the Ashley character. It wasn't like she was playing a new character, so it was it was kind of. Um, yeah, I was like, like, okay, how do we do this? Do we, like, you know, do we wink at the audience? Do we tip our head a little bit? Or do we just, like, play it straight? And so, and I, I'm not quite sure what we ended up doing. But, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think that it, it, it is interesting. And I think that we're kind of not necessarily coming across the same thing with Don because um, he he is playing a really different character. And I think Katie is is more established at this point than I was when um, when I was working with Eileen. I just just started on the show really, and um, so it was you know I think now the character of Katie and me being Katie is a bit more established than um, than what I was before. Um, but it is kind of one of those things where it does kind of feel like deja vu all over again. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, really even does. though uh, you know even though we you know they just kind of flirted with the idea of me and Don. Um, on Young and the Restless, and I think that you know they didn't actually do Victoria and Brad until after I left. So, um, you know, yeah, it is, it, you know, whatever, whatever works. 
<laughs> Hopefully we can all make it work. <laughs> exactly. The thing I, they always say, it's, it's a soap opera at the end of the day. It's a, you know, it's a show, it's for entertainment. And you think about it, like you said, you guys are two different characters. So, yeah, maybe you look alike. Maybe you, you never know. <laughs> yeah, and I think also, I mean, I think at a certain point, you know, I, I've been on the show for two years, and so I do feel like, and I, like I said, I think that I'm just now really starting to establish the character of Katie. I think it takes a minute, especially for soap fans, to get used to someone new in the part or some new, you know, character on the horizon. And so it, it does, there is an adjustment period, and sometimes it does take a while. And um, yeah. You know, you know. So I think we're we're working through that, but it, but you know, they really put the Bill character, you know, on the map, very, um, you know, in a in a really strong way, and so I think that that's going to help as well. Now, congratulations, cool. got to go to you on your with the show because they are nominated for an Emmy Award for Outstanding Drama Series. Uh huh. Right. And writing. <laughs> and writing. And writing. And what I mentioned that because also uh, the storyline of where Katie was shot and that storyline with uh, Storm's death scenes and everything, that was beautifully played out. What? Beautifully played out. Thank one you. Most, one of the most talked about storylines that I've ever encountered. And me watching it day in and day out, it, it had to be one of the most heartbreaking scenes I've ever seen whole entire cast play and you play especially um how much how much of that story did that i mean that that seriously had to overtake you when you were playing that storyline like it was just it, it was it tough to play yeah i honestly I, I i'm really good at leaving work at work and i i had a really hard time leaving that storyline behind it was um in my opinion it was the best story i've ever had um you know, I, I, I'm really proud of it, and I'm really proud of the way that the show handled it. And um, I was scared of it. I when you know when Brad first told me about it, I was like, oh man, this could be, this could be not good. You know, what I mean, if they oh, don't yeah. handle it in just the right way, it could be really awful and, um, you know, really trivialize this really horrible thing. And I, I think they were really, really good at um, making it important and heartbreaking and ugly and tragic and um, have it, it, they were really good at having it have lasting ramifications, which a lot of times, you know, something happens and then like two weeks later it's totally forgotten. Um, and this that was not the case with this, which I was really happy about. And, um, you know, I think overall, even production value-wise, you know, the shows yeah, yeah. really looked beautiful and um, they really, you know, everyone really stepped up to the plate and really did a, a a really beautiful job, I think, with it, and so I'm I was really proud of it. If you guys and I think the audience liked it too, actually. Yeah, <laughs> and I was not yeah. sure; I was I was a little scared as to how they they were all going to react because it is it's a touchy, controversial thing, and um, you know, I think overall the audience was kind of fascinated by the whole thing, and you know, it it was good. It was good storytelling. Mm-hmm. If you guys don't win, I swear they there will. There might be enough for it because you guys so deserve it. I'm just saying, you guys <laughs> totally deserve it this year. I think that this is our year. I mean, I really I do, do and I, I don't want to jinx it, but I, I, I really feel like um, we put it all on the table, and and this is what we got. And you know, I think that I, I really hope that this is our year. I really do. I believe it. I believe it. 
Oscar, you were on uh, One Life to Live for a few years. You yeah, I've done them all. You've done them all. You made the move to New York. You made the move to uh-huh. New York. And yeah. uh, you uh, reconnected with your brother on a another soap. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we try to keep it all in the family. I'm actually in New York right now. Um, I'm doing the triathlon on Sunday. So, oh, yeah. uh, huh? Oh, Very wow. nice. Good luck with that. Seriously. Thanks. <laughs> Hopefully wow. you don't see me, like, floating the wrong way down the Hudson River. <laughs> <laughs> it would make news. You would yeah, it, would, it would definitely be on the news. I'm hoping to not make the news on Sunday. Um, but I love New York, and I, I you know, I, I'm here a lot, and I've got an apartment here. And um, basically, you know, uh, Bold and Beautiful is really uh, um, great because we have so much time off. So whenever we have time off, I'm pretty much in the city, and it's been good. So you must be, you must be a fan of the East Coast because I remember you actually did a show. Um, you played Marilyn Monroe in Pittsburgh, my hometown. Yeah, awesome. yeah, at the Pitt Republic, which was a, it's a beautiful state. It's a really, really great state. Um, I had a great time doing that that part. It was really fun. Love playing was, Maryland. <laughs> what was it like to play an icon? She seriously is an icon. She really oh, is. Oh, I became totally obsessed. I've read every book there is on Marilyn Monroe. I mean, like, you like, ask me anything. It's just like, yeah, and I, I'm a big defender of, of Marilyn as well. I think that she's widely misunderstood and kind of, you know, brilliant for her comedic and, and actually later in life for her dramatic uh, um, abilities. And I just, you know, I think that uh, it was really, really fun. It was fun just to, like, kind of sink into something else. It was really, really fun. Very cool. <laughs> I am I'm very bad with area codes. I have a caller that wanted to call in and speak to you and ask you a question if you want to take it. Okay, sure. Okay. Um, I'm probably going to get this wrong, so I'm just going to say area code 571. <laughs> 571. I have no idea what that is. You're on the air, 571. Hello? Oh, they hung up. They hung oh, up. no. <laughs> you offended them at the 571. <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> I didn't know where they were from. I had no idea. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, call back in. I won't offend you next time, I swear. <laughs> But I, I did want to say, um, your time as uh, playing the role of Kelly on, on One Life to Live, I I watched you, I followed you over there because I was a huge fan of yours anyway, and I wanted to see exactly what they could have done with your character. And in the beginning, I really thought they were going to show the potential of Kelly Kramer with you in the part, but it seemed like towards the towards the end there before you left the show, it, it, it fizzled out. But it, it didn't seem like they knew where they wanted to go with Kelly, and then once she yeah, came I back think to that the, you know there there were a lot of um, uh, different people coming in and out of One Life to Live, and I think that you know right now it seems like they're really um, on a great path, and they've got you know a head writer and um, you know a great team over there who's really, they're really solid. And during my time there, there were a lot of people coming in and out, and different changes with writers and things like that. And so, like, you'd have one writer come in who really was really gung-ho on your character, and you'd work a lot, and then you'd have another writer come in who wasn't so gung-ho on your character, and you'd be like, okay, I'm not working at all. Um, but overall, i got to say, I mean, I loved playing Kelly. I loved playing that kind of, like, crazy, you know, ditzy, 
you know, smart, but like, but like, you know, just like crazy girly girl. And, you know, it was such a different path than where Victoria was going. I mean, like, it was polar opposite of Victoria, really. And I, I had so much fun playing her. And, you know, I had a great time working with everyone there. And, and, um, you know, I think that, you know, it was, it was a really fun, really fun show. Yeah. What I thought was really cool was whenever you actually first came on, Victoria, you were still playing Victoria on Y&R in the same week, I believe, or the same day. It might have been the same yeah. day, but I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, you yeah, know, it was a little overlap. <laughs> <laughs> Which is still pretty interesting to watch, you know, because it's like most usually Y&R comes on before OLTL, so it's like flip back to the channel, you know? Yeah. <laughs> say goodbye and say hi. Seriously, goodbye and hi. Right, exactly. <laughs> What was your your favorite moment of playing Victoria over there? I mean, I had my moments, and, you know, the one that sticks out profusely, there are, like, two of them, is uh, when you confront uh, Ricky Paul Goldman's character after he held you hostage when he played your stalker on the show. Mm -hmm. I I love that scene. And also the scene where you slapped Victor Newman I know, and he, oh man, he didn't want to let me do that, because <laughs> he was, he's, he's not into that at all, and I remember when we did it, and like, it was, um, it was a big deal, like, it was like, it was a big deal, he, um, you know, he allowed me to do it, because I, I adore him, and we have a really, really great relationship, but, um, you know, he's just like, Victor would never allow this, and blah, 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 and like, he's probably right about that. Um, but, you know, <laughs> um, but it was, uh, yeah, that was, I do remember that scene, actually, that was, it was pretty intense. Um, I don't know, I, I, I have uh, so many great memories of playing Victoria, I mean, I really, really love that character, I just think that she's so ballsy and fun, and, you know, and she's, you know, this tough, you know, outer shell with this, like, great big Achilles heel and so unlucky in love and, you know, and I, I just, I love that, you know, so much her father's daughter and I thought that was really, really, really fun to play. Mm, pretty cool. Yeah, my, one of my favorite scenes was actually, well, my, my favorite stories was when they paired Victoria with Neil. I thought that mm-hmm. was so and too bad we couldn't explore more into that, but, you know. I know, I loved yeah. working with Kristoff. I really advocated for it and, yeah, I know, really? I, I, they... You know, I, I don't know. Sometimes, you, you like I said, there was a lot of also, there was a lot of changes at that point as well. And so let's set aside. And so, you know, there were a lot of different writers coming in. And so you kind of, every writer wanted to kind of have their own take on how they wanted to do things. And there were there were a lot of changes that happened at that point. And so you, you kind of never knew where you were going. But, yeah, I did really advocate because I love Victoria and Neil. And, mm. and I even remember, I mean, I actually really advocated for Victoria and Brad and, um you know, went up and sat in Jackson's office and said, put Victoria's Brad with Victoria's Brad. And, and uh, he was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And then I remember I left, and then they put Victoria's Brad, and I was like, no. Oh. oh. <laughs> I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Funny. If, if, ever, if you ever could, would you want to go back to YNR as Victoria? Just, uh, you know, honestly, well, first of all, I mean, like, you know, Amelia's there, and, and it's it's her role now, and, um, you know, I, and I've got a great gig at B&B, and I, I really, really love working there, and I, I think that, you know, Katie is, I think she's kind of a late bloomer. I think there's been, you know, we've 
you know, we, we've kind of been toying with this idea of who she is for a while now, and I think we're really going to see who this character is and see her open up and do something um, really viable. And so um, I'm really excited about that. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Tell us about what's coming up with Katie, like a little, little tidbit, what's going on with Katie and Bill. Oh, what's going on with Katie? Katie and Bill, Katie and Bill, Katie and Bill. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff coming up right, where they're going to really be pitting, um, you know, for situations against Jackie M, um, and I, which I think is just great. And I think Leslie and Dow is freaking brilliant genius actress. I just think you know, what she's doing with all this stuff with with Owen is just hysterical and lovely and so much fun. And um, you know, I think they're really kind of getting back to the roots of, you know, who what B and B really is, which is really a fashion show and like and really, you know, showing off like, hey, listen, this is what we do. We're a fashion house, we're two fashion houses and really focusing on, you know, the business aspect of that and how the relationships interplay into into that. So it, it'll, it, there's a lot of really fun, fun stuff coming up. So my mom, who's actually a huge fan of the show, she wanted me to ask you something. She wanted to know, so she watches, like, every day, swear to God, like, every scene if she can. She wanted to know, so you, you have, your character has a scar, supposedly, from, from the, uh, the heart surgery. Yes. Uh-huh. Can I just say one thing? We put yeah. that scar on. Every day, oh. every single day that Scar goes on, because I have been on the message boards, and FYI, I go on these message boards a lot, and there are some really awful things said about all of us on these message boards, so when you're on there, all of you listening out there, just know, we, we read them, and it hurts our feelings. But um, <laughs> oh, they're gonna they're gonna go on the message board now and go like, oh my god, Heather Tom reads our board. <laughs> I, I do. I'm on there a lot. I'm kind of obsessed with it. And but yeah, no. So brings, when you write up. something mean and nasty, just know that you're you're writing about a real person. <laughs> yeah, I'm nice. But, I'm the nice one. Really nice. That brings up a good question though. Because no, honestly, one it. of these days I'm gonna run into these one of these people and I'm gonna be like, oh. You're so and so on the message board, aren't you? I know you are. <laughs> that poses a good question, though. That poses a good question because mm-hmm. we just we were just asked if um, you have any one of those social networks because everybody from the Young and the Restless, God bless them, I tweet with them. They have Twitter. They have Facebook. Do you have a Facebook or a Twitter? <laughs> I can't even use my phone. <laughs> like my phone does not even work. I don't Twitter. I I think I've got a Facebook page, but honestly, I have never been to Facebook. I've never been to MySpace. I've never done any. I I I don't even know how. I just I, honestly, I recently figured out how to like upload a video onto YouTube. What? For, yeah, I mean, like I don't. I am so not. I don't do any of it, but I do do the message boards because <laughs> I do want to know what everybody thinks, and sometimes it's not so nice. <laughs> but I will say there was this thing on the message boards a couple weeks ago, or maybe a week ago, whatever. It was talking about Katie's scar, and yeah, I gotta tell mom. you, we put that scar on every day. That scar is on every single day. And sometimes the lighting is such that you can see it really well, and sometimes the lighting is, is such that you don't see it really well. And, like, even I, when I'm watching this show, I'm like, well, I don't even really see my scar. But there was actually this woman, or I don't know if it was a woman, there was this person, uh, I, I, there was a woman, shame on me, 
But um, this person that had, he said, hey, listen, my dad had a heart transplant and a year ago, and you can't even see his scar. And it is true because, like, even my makeup artist, like, her dad had an open-heart surgery, and he has a scar, like, right down, like, where Katie would have her scar. And, like, you can't even see it. It's, like, gone. It's practically gone. But, like, people are obsessed with the scar. Like, they want to see the scar. Like, they want to see it. And I keep on saying, well, I think that Bill needs to pay for Katie's laser surgery so she can get rid of the scar. That would be really cool. That would totally <laughs> can be gone. We don't have to deal with this anymore. Totally answered my mom's question because she was like, I was watching at the wedding and whenever Jackie Young was getting married to her boy toy, that's what she said in her exact words. She said that she couldn't see the scar. And I'm like, you know what? I will find out. Next time I talk yep, it was there. I remember putting it on that day. We put this, like, we put this thin layer of this, like, like gelatin type stuff that hardens up. And then we, like, paint it, like, a pink color. And it, it seriously is, like, sometimes you can see it and sometimes you can't see it. It's really dependent on the lighting. And so, yeah. There you go, Mom. But that would be true in real life, right? Like, sometimes yeah. it would be more noticeable than others. <laughs> yeah, people are like, we didn't see the star today. <laughs> that is too funny. So now I have to watch what I say about pulling to be a full bat when I go to a message board and be like, oh, God, who is reading the boards now? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know it is. It's a bit of an obsession with, with a few of us. It's not just me. A few of us are on there a lot. <laughs> what, what I want to know is how does Catherine Kelly Lane cry so much? She is the oh, best crier ever. She's like a freak of nature. I mean, like, there's like, yeah, there, yeah, for real. Like, she just has, like, I don't know, some extra tear duct in there somewhere that, yeah, she can cry out of the downstage eye, and yeah. She can yes. read the phone book and cry while reading it. Seriously. Yes, she could. She seriously could. I think it's, yeah, it's just from doing it, like, every day for 20 years. That's what being married and broken up to Ridge Forrester would do to you, seriously. Right, like, 25 times. <laughs> yeah. Sure it's twenty five, sure it's not more than twenty five. I mean really. I don't know. Oh maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Once every year this is on the air. That's true. That is true. So are you are you are you gonna be at the uh, the Bull and Beautiful event come August? The, the I will be there, yes. We will yeah. all be there. Okay. I'll be yeah. looking forward. I'll be looking forward to seeing you. I'm looking oh, good. Yes, I'm looking forward to attending both events actually. At the wine and B&B event, so um, this will, this is like my first one, so I don't know what I'm in for. <laughs> They're fun. They're actually really fun. You know, I mean, like, it's it's a fun day. Okay. I wish you guys could, like, come to the East Coast. I'm totally, like, East Coast. I'm actually moving to New York, so, New York City, so I wish... Hey, suggestion. We'd all love to come here. I, I wish the Emmys were out in, on the East Coast I like they were. They used to be. It was so much fun. That's what I'm saying. so much fun. And speaking of Emmys, you have two of them. Uh-huh. What was that like? What was that was like, fun. seriously? It was great. We, it was a really fun fun night, and, you know, I mean, I've lost a lot, and I can have a lot of fun losing, too, and it, it's really fun to win. <laughs> <laughs> Through pain comes triumph is how I look at it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so we would love for you to do a promo for our show. If you were interested sure. in doing a promo, I would love for you to do one. Um, can say it along the lines of, Hi, this is Heather Tom, and you are listening to Buzzworthy Radio, where you can improvise that as 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 how you want it. 
Whenever you're ready, we're ready for you. Okay. Hi, this is Heather Tom, Katie Logan from The Bold and the Beautiful, and you're listening to Buzzworthy Radio. Fantastic. Love it. I'm fantastic. I cannot wait to see you next month at the event and at the Emmys, and uh, I'm pulling. I am pulling for The Bold and Beautiful to win. Yay, me too. Seriously, me three. I have to say, Heather, we are saying nothing but nice things on you in the message boards. I know I'm I'm a a nice person in general. I'm the nice one, okay? I'm totally the nice one. And I'm like, you know, I want to say everything nice about everybody, but you definitely are a nice person. So thank you so much for calling in. And it was an honor to talk to you. I'm not the nice person. What's that about? No, not at all, not at all. Because you're the nice I'm person. I'm so because I've got all the names written down of all the ones who say bad things about me. <laughs> <laughs> I have never, ever said anything bad about you at all. It's true. <laughs> I am the hugest, I'm the hugest Heather Tom supporter that you'll ever meet. He really oh, is. Great. I really, he really, really is. I really awesome. Am. Well, hopefully I'll see you at the fan event then. Yes, you will. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much for coming on the show. and We'd love to have you back anytime. Thank you. All Take right, care. we'll talk to you later. Have Thank a good you. one, boys. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> so she was awesome. <laughs> yes, she was. And I, I just love how she said bye the same way I, I say bye. God, <laughs> great. <laughs> so why don't you, why don't you remind everybody when are we going to be on tomorrow? Correct. We're on again. We're on again tomorrow at 11 a.m. Chris Harrison from Bats of the Bachelorette. I cannot wait to talk to him about. Men Tell All episode that aired on Monday. Oof, that's going to be hot. <laughs> that's going to be hot. I'm telling you right now, that conversation is going to be freaking I just, awesome. I just want to know if he's sick of roses. Like, does he hate roses? <laughs> that's um, what I want to know. I don't know. If he, well, he might be sick of them, but he has to get paid for, you know, to basically see a rose. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to talking to him tomorrow about the Men Tell All episode, especially Wes. Oh, my God, Wes. Wes was yes. a prick. Wes was yes. a prick. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was a prick. So I can't wait to hear what he has to say about that 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 one. So we'll we'll leave that we'll leave that up in the air right now. But again, that's our first show tomorrow. And then at three PM Eastern, Evan Alex Cole, Hunter from Evansville Turns will be joining us. And then on Friday, Friday we're gonna be joined by Scott Clifton from One Like to Live. Let's cross our fingers. He remembers to call him this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the we only are. one who said it. Everybody else was saying it. I'm just echoing everybody else's sentiments. Exactly, exactly. But, hey, I want to thank our guests for calling in, and also for the people, for Tony, for calling in in the earlier show, and everybody out there who listened, 571, for you for calling in, for making an effort. And, uh, Novell, thank you so much again for setting this up. You are awesome. Seriously. I am so privileged to be in the show. And to all you out there, what do we usually say, Novell? Get the latest buzz with Buzzworthy. We'll see you guys tomorrow, 11 a.m. Make sure you be here. If you miss the show live, you can always download our shows at blog.radio.com slash buzzworthyradio or at our official website at buzzworthyradio.net. You have plenty of ops to download our show, plenty of different places. Just make sure you just got to find the right place. That's all. You do. You do. All you got to do. So we'll see you guys tomorrow, all right? You take care. Have a good night. Hi, this is Dr. Blockstein, and you're listening to Buzzworthy Radio on Block. What? No, I, I can't do it like he does it. I, I just can't. Eh, all right, I'll try. <coughs> it is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. 
Fat Boy Lee. God, that hurts my voice.